Turning our attention now to the ASX, here's Matt Burney and Bulls and Bears with the latest public company views and interviews. Welcome to Bulls and Bears, brought to you today by Whitecliff Minerals, ASX code WCN. I'm Matt Burney and I'm joined now by the Executive Chairman of Whitecliff Minerals, Rod McElroy. Hi Rod. Hi Matt. Okay, so Whitecliff holds just shy of 10,000 square kilometres of exploration tenure, stretch across the length and breadth of WA, covering a multitude of minerals, albeit with a slightly stronger focus on rare earths and lithium. More recently, however, the company picked up about 800 square kilometres of ground in Canada that has a rich history of copper exploration and, I might add, some eye-watering copper grades. Okay, Rod, where exactly is this ground and what's its history? Yeah, thanks, Matt. It's uh, located in the northern part of Nunavut in Canada. We identified the project at the bottom of a pile of papers in, a, in the mines department. And it's a very interesting project that we were able to organically grow just by putting a licence on it. Has there been any drilling on the ground or do you have any rock chips or soil samples? Yeah, look, the project's got a rich history. Uh, it goes back almost to the early 1700s. There has been a lot of rock chips taken over the project area. A lot of these were pre-1970, but some of the results are, are outstanding, plus 40% along a structural corridor that is mineralised for a very long distance. 35%, 20%, 12%. It's, uh, it's one of these freakishly good projects that you can just very rarely find. We're talking copper, right? C- correct, copper and silver, there. Are you seeing any outcropping mineralisation? I guess if you're picking up rock chips, you must be seeing some of that. If so, what sort of strike extent have you been able to map, if any? Yeah, this is the extraordinary thing about this project, Matt. This, uh, the strike of this is more than 100 kilometres, and these high-grade occurrences can be traced along the entire length of that structural corridor. It's a very well-mineralised part of the world. Mm. Are there any historical discoveries on the ground? There's historical resources. Some of well, I won't sort of go into the details of those numbers because, you know, they're pre-Jork, obviously, when you go back past the 1970s, but there is a lot of resources that we'll be focusing on bringing them up to speed and also the drilling that we'll be doing there will, will add to this story as well. Have you set your drill targets yet or are you, are you about to do that? Yeah, look, I think that's something that we're going to put together over the next couple of weeks. We've got a rough idea of where we've got to get in there. Access is actually very good. And we come into a little town that's got a port and an airport there. Uh, as I said, we're, we're sort of used to this part of the world. The team that we've got has worked in the Arctic for the best part of 20 years. So mm. we're familiar with the environment. Okay, very quickly, almost out of time. How, how much did you pay for the project and how much cash did you have in bank at last report? We put licences on these ourselves. We paid 200000 in shares for a Canadian consultant and 25000 to assist us with the proper processing of those applications. And we've got $3.8 million Australian dollars in the bank at the moment in cash and liquid securities. Rod McElroy from Whitecliff Minerals. Thanks for joining me on Bulls and Bears. And remember, we're only here to give you information, not advice, which you should, of course, seek independently. I'm Matt Burney, and this is Bulls and Bears. For more public company interviews, go to the Money page on the 6PR, 2GB, 3AW and 4BC websites and click the Public Companies tab.